welcome to the YYY show, a comedy podcast about search histories, life, and the funnest facts under our sun. I'm Tingan. And I'm Eliza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast and we do our best to research the things that we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at Show on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. We're back after a break. Yes, so we're back from our two weeks break, but we are still in uh, semi-lockdown mode in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, It's called Phase 2 Heightened Alert. <laughs> P2HA. Yeah, we're still in P2HA. And yeah, Lord, we have no idea whether this will be extended or not. Okay, but we will hope for the best. And we will just continue for now. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. what is your search term of the week? My search term is... Giant Crystal Cave. Or the Cave of Crystals. Okay, I'm just gonna assume that it is a cave with crystals. Yes. That is right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That was easy. <laughs> but maybe you can guess where it is located. Underground. Very good. Huh, really? Huh? It is underground, kind of, yeah. Is it underwater? Mm, not really. Okay. Kind of, but not really. Okay. So, as in, like, where in the world? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, where in the world? Hmm. Europe. No. South America. Yes. Really? Yeah. Mexico is South America, right? Latin America? Isn't Latin America also South America? Central America. Okay, okay, sure. Okay, is, is anyway. Is there a point to this argument? <laughs> no. No, please carry on to your zongdian. Okay, the cave is found 300 meters beneath the Sierra de Naica mountain in Chihuahua, Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. Yes, and I also learned that the Chihuahua is actually named after a state in Mexico. As in Chihuahua the dog. Yeah. It's named after Chihuahua the state. Chihuahua, the place. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, fun fact. Fun fact with Tina, fun fact. Yes. And okay, back in 1794, Mm -hmm. people actually started to dig around that area because they discovered silver. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then later on, they found lead, zinc, and gold. So this mountain got a lot of like cool minerals. Okay. Mm. They found this exceptional cave in the year 2000. Okay. After all this digging, then they finally found this giant crystal cave. The name giant crystal cave is not that the cave is giant, it's the crystals are giant. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Giant crystal, mm. comma, cave. <laughs> Correct. Something like that. Not like giant cave <laughs> of small crystals. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So it was found by the Panolis Mining Company. Okay. And from the pictures, right, you can see it really looks kind of like the Superman Fortress of Solitude. Don't know, but okay. Yes. You know, like the very big crystal uh-huh. thing. I can imagine it in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Then like, Is there's it green? a man inside the photo. Then you can tell, wow, it's like really very big, the crystals. Uh-huh. No, it's white. White? Yeah. Okay. So it's like white and then some parts is a bit transparent. Uh, then the man yeah. just stand there and then he's very tiny. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. So how big do you think the biggest crystal on Earth is? 
on earth or inside this cave? Um, because inside this cave got the biggest crystal. So it is... Oh, the biggest yeah. crystal on earth is inside this cave. Mm. Uh, it is as tall as a skyscraper. A 30-story skyscraper. Okay. No. <laughs> no. 30-story is 90 meters. No. Is that too tall? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> too much <laughs> not so tall <laughs> maybe it's that tall but they just never dig deep enough uh, pretty sure they know the actual length of it oh okay but we don't yeah I mean like we don't know whether there are actually other giant crystal caves oh okay okay because okay. this was only discovered in the year 2000 okay okay mm. okay mm. so no it's not 90 no, meters no, no. okay yeah uh, this one is 11 meters long and 1 meter thick Okay. So do you know like do you know how crystals are formed? Wait, let me think. Eleven meters tall is about four stories only. Yeah, but it's still very It's still very tall, I mean yeah. if you stand below it. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it is actually quite difficult to like for crystals to grow. Uh-huh. It's not an easy thing. Yeah. yeah. It, over time, right? Then yes. it slowly drip drip drip. That's the stalactites and stalagmites. Yeah, it? this one is not. Oh, the it's not thing. the drip drip drip. No, kind. it's not drip drip drip. Oh. This one is like you know in movies, mm-hmm. you see those kind of like crystals. They are like one long straight and like clear thing. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, yes, yeah, yes, it's yes, like yes. that. It's not the like from the icicles from the <laughs> from the bottom of the cave kind uh, of thing. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just chemical process. Uh, like an oxidization process kind of thing. It's not oxidization, but it is chemical. Okay. Okay, so how were they formed? It is most likely that during the mountain, this mountain's formation, 26 million years ago. 26 million years ago, yeah, okay. The magma from the center of the earth pushed its way upwards. Okay. So that's what caused the mountain's formation in the first place. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Then because there's this pushing of the hot thing, right, from mm-hmm. the bottom, mm-hmm. there's also liquid ma, within our earth. Mm-hmm. So there's, it will form cavities within the Earth's crust. Mm-hmm. So that's how the 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 cave was formed. Mm. And within these cavities, actually, it's all water. Okay. Then inside the water, there's this thing called anhydrite. It's a mineral. Okay. And it turns into a kind of thing called gypsum. Uh-huh. And within this class of thing is a uh, selenite, which is our crystals that we are we are very familiar with now. Wow. I feel like yeah. I'm a chemistry class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting because this process is only possible when the temperature remains at around 58 degrees Celsius. Okay. So the water in that cave uh-huh. was not touched at all. It was not drained and it was within this cave, you see. Oh, okay. So it has to be a certain conditions and it has to have certain temperature. Mm. The temperature is very important. Then this thing will form. Yes. Okay. So, because this part of the cave, right, this pocket of water Mm -hmm. has been up and down within this 58 degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. So, it cool Mm -hmm. and then it hot again and then it cool and then it hot again. Okay. So, it keep forming the crystals and keep growing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that is what's happening with this cave. Mm -hmm. So, it was undisturbed for like at least half a million years. Okay. That's how it grow this one meter thick diameter of crystals. Wow, it's like so, a tree, yeah, that. Mm, that's how long it takes to uh-huh. grow this much crystal. 
Wow. Yeah. So it's actually Half not a easy. million years mm-hmm. to grow that thing. Yeah. And then, can we do anything with it? I mean, it's crystals. <laughs> so, I mean, they're just going to smash it and make it into jewelry or what? No, 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 no. They're just going to study it. Just study it. Mm. Have they touched it already? Yes. Did they get superpowers? No. <laughs> so, okay. A lot, like, you know, half a million years of concentrated no, I'm energy. I'm just trying to tell you how difficult it is to grow, like, a 30-story uh, crystal. It's not 30 stories, 4 stories. No, you 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 assume that it was 30 stories. Yeah, I assume that it was 30 yeah, stories. No. So, if it takes half a million years mm. to grow 4 stories... Mm. How many yeah, exactly. million years? But we have been around, the earth has been around for that long. So it's possible. It's possible, right? Yeah. But we maybe we don't have the technology to go and look yes. for it yet. Or it's too far deep inside. Oh, us. yes. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's too far mm. inside the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So interesting. So we cannot visit this place. Okay. It's not a tourist attraction and normal humans cannot go inside. Is there anything Guess inside why? the crystal? Though. Yes, yes. Scientists actually went in to find life. Like they are trying Ooh. to uh, study the place. Ooh. And Is there they, any fossilized stuff? They found uh, microbial life forms and they were trapped inside one of the crystals. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Because I think when it was forming, the microbial life forms were alive, but because it was trapped, so it, it suspended its life, I guess. Oh, I don't wow. know. Microbes can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just now ask me a question. What? Guess why we cannot visit this yeah. place, is it? Yeah. Because there is not enough oxygen. Because it's in a cave. No, not really. Uh, because you need to wear special hazmat suits to go in. Yes, you need to wear special suits to go in. Then they got... It's very difficult to make people wear all these suits to go in. So, cannot go. No, what I see, like, why a normal human without suit cannot go in? Because of the special gases that <laughs> are emitting from the crystal. Okay. No, they will no. poison you. No, don't have poison gas. Don't have poison gas. Don't uh. have. How about the rotting microbes? Maybe it's a very smelly. No, no. No. Not that many also. Not oh. that many microbial iPhones. Because it's like how to survive in that 58 degrees Celsius. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so why? Why can't we go? Because it's very deep. It's very steep to go in. Then you will slip and fall all the way down. Zoo, slide all the way down. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are te- there's technology now to like make that slipping and sliding not a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the problem is that although the water is pumped out and humans can actually enter on foot, the temperature in the cave can get up to 47.1 degrees Celsius. 47.1 is, is very hot, man. It's yes. not that hot, right? We can sit in an aircon thing and go in. That's why That's why we need the suit. The suit is the aircon thing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the humidity levels inside the cave are close to 100%. Okay. So if I just go in like that, right? My air inside my lungs uh-huh. is colder than the air outside. Okay. So it will condense inside my lungs. Okay. So that is not very good for our body. Okay. It means that you are drowning in your own lungs. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you stay inside that place for too long, it used to be like 10 minutes, I think is the maximum. Okay. Yeah. If you then stay they feel that long, they are drowning in their own lungs and they quickly come out. I mean, maybe they realize somehow. 
Okay. Yeah, and they also like guess that that is what will happen if the temperature is very high. They probably have meters and stuff. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Because they are scientists, so. right? Uh, the first people who discovered were the mining people. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. But maybe yeah, they realized that okay, we cannot be in here for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, they probably had safety briefing. <laughs> Osha. <laughs> oh, because this same mining company uh-huh. found another crystal cave. Oh, okay. A long okay. time ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they already got SOP. Yeah, but that one was not so crazy, like not so, uh, giant. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So anyway, you cannot go inside because you will drown. So drown by water vapor leh. Yeah. In your own lungs eh. Drown by your own lungs. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So absurd, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because they actually pumped out the water mm-hmm. from the cave, it's actually not good for the crystals. Because okay. the crystals stop growing, right? Oh, yes. Mm. So now the scientists have gone in and studied the place and they've decided as a whole community to uh, stop pumping out the water okay. and let the groundwater fill up the place again Okay. so that the crystals may continue growing. Okay. Mm. Very interesting. So I thought I would share this... Um, Fortress of Solitude in real life. I think before you say this, right, I never thought of how crystals grow. Me too. Just <laughs> crystal is crystal. La. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought of the chemical process. Yeah. So Eliza, what is your search term for the week? My search term is... Do we have more words now? Because <laughs> I was thinking about how we are constantly creating new words, right? Yes. Like, yes. there are a lot of words that we use today that never existed 10 or 15 years ago. Uh-huh. Like, twerk. Or like, Netflix and chill. Or like, kiasu. Ah, see, right, right? Or like, Google something, create a TikTok. Or let's have a Zoom meeting. Mm. So if we keep adding new words and saying new words, right? Mm. Then do we have more words now? I think so. We do have more words. Because we have... We we have a like a, a vernacular that we use like every day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like the the way we talk to each other. Mm-hmm. But I think, like for example, when we uh, study Shakespeare mm-hmm. or like ancient texts, those mm-hmm. are also considered words to us, ma. Yeah. So we keep accumulating more and more words. Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I guess like the amount of words that we use, mm-hmm. like daily and talking mm-hmm. and writing in our modern society, stays about the same. Because, like, the older ones are forgotten. Mm -hmm. Then the newer ones are invented. Very excellent analysis. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, you're right. Oh, really? Yeah, that is is (laughs) Is the the evolution of language, yes. Oh. (laughs) Yes. Okay, now I want to ask you, how many words do we add a year? How many words? Yeah, to, to the English language, on average. I think there is like a, some community or some, some No, no, council. no. How many words? <laughs> <laughs> As English speakers and English users, do we create thousand, in a hundred, year? Hundred, thousand. How many? Hundred thousand or hundred? No, no, no. Hundred. Okay, okay. I guess five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to say 100,000. No, I'm no, like, no, what no, is 100,000 no. is too much. <laughs> I was 100 or 1,000. So I'm like, okay, pick somewhere in the middle. 500. Okay. 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 The answer is 5,400. What? <laughs> yes. We, English speakers and English users, create 5,400 new words every year. Oh my God. That is one new word every 98 minutes. 
What? So every one and a half hours. Who decides? Wait, wait, wait. Who decides the 5,400 words? Okay, I'll answer that very shortly. But I need okay. to tell you that only 1,000 or so of these 5,400 new words okay. are deemed sufficiently used in a widespread way that they make it into our dictionaries. Mm. It has to be used in print enough times mm. and used a lot, a lot, a lot in conversations, whether it's spoken or digital conversations, mm. before being up for consideration to be officially added to the English language. Ah. Okay, so now the next question is who? Who decides which words make the cut and which doesn't? Some who? kind of a council or com- committee, Oxford something. <laughs> or maybe they have to like g- give evidence. You know, like uh-huh. of people using it, mm-hmm. they have to present like to the council, then the wow. council will decide. The Wait. council decides. The, the decision <laughs> is final. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think there is actually a council council. Okay. But yes, the there are a few reputable dictionaries mm. like Merriam-Webster and Oxford English Dictionary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They actually have people in full-time jobs. Okay. Called lexicographers. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking of the word lexicon. I was mm-hmm. thinking, mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. AKA dictionary editors. That's okay. their <laughs> job mean, scope. It's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Their job is to comb through popular media channels okay. and actively look for changes in our language. Mm. They have to read widely across industries and disciplines mm. and figure out what new words are surfacing in our vernacular and then decide what words get to make it in. So they have to read like a lot of trash as well. Mm. A lot of trash, <laughs> a lot of sciencey things, a mm. lot of literature stuff, yeah, yeah. a lot of historical things. Like They have to read across many, 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 many disciplines. Mm. Mm. And it's not just adding new words. They also add new definitions to existing words. Mm. For example, okay, I'll give you an example. Ah. Mm. The word peak. Peak. Mm-hmm. P-E-A-K. Okay. Okay, the definition <laughs> used to be a sharp pointed end. Correct? Uh, yeah. Peak, my mountain peak. I mean, to me, as a music person, it's like the, when the audio is distorted, mm. then it's a peak. It's, it's a peak, peaking. right? But recently, recently, yeah, yeah, recently in popular culture, like, there is a new meaning, right? Mm, what is the new meaning? It's like you're in peak form kind of thing, like something like that, right? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay, the new meaning they added is something at the height of its popularity, mm. like picking the charts, picking. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So they have to add these kind of new definitions to the dictionary also. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Ah. Although it's like existing words. Yes, mm. but we have new ways to use it. It's like on fleek. Yes, <laughs> I don't know whether that is that is added already oh, the, or not. The ice in in my veins, <laughs> the sheesh. Yeah. I don't think all those are added yet. <laughs> too meme already. <laughs> is it too TikToky? Too too meme. Too uh zoomer. Okay, okay. not yet. Is it not, not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, but actually, a lot of things got added in recently. Okay. okay you okay. want to guess what are some of the new dictionary editions for twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. Um. Mm. Um, what is okay. what happened in 2020? Excuse me, what happened in 2020? Oh, oh, COVID, COVID. Ah, <laughs> you know, a lot of them are actually pandemic related. Oh, like the vaccine thing. There was, there's one vaccine. What, what, what? One, one word that is like something to do with Inoculation. No. Is that it? Isn't it? It's already in the dictionary. Okay, anyway, the new words that okay. are added that's pandemic related. Okay. Uh, words like self isolate. Okay. They just added it. Contactless. 
For okay. some reason, it was not in the dictionary, but... Okay. We use it so much that we just assume that it's in the dictionary, right? Oh, that's true. Uh, As in, like, we kind of, like, combine the two words mm. to form a new word mm. that we assume exists. Because mm. we, we want to say this meaning. Mm. Yeah. But only in 2020, then it got added. Very officially. Mm. Forehead okay. thermometer is new. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last time, the thermometer is those kind put inside the mouth, right? And yeah, put yeah, under yeah, the armpit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now forehead thermometer is also added. That's a very... Uh, there's quite a few abbreviations that were added recently. Okay. Uh, like WFH. Oh, work from home. <laughs> yeah, it just got added. Yes. And then PPE also made it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, non-pandemic additions are words like deep fake. Mm. <laughs> deep fake got added. Nice. Fan art. <laughs> Fan art? Yeah. After so long. Yeah, after so long, right? I think when we were in... What? Secondary school already, people were making fan art. And then uh, one more that, that got added that I saw was quite funny is plant-based. Plant-based? <laughs> plant oh my gosh. Plant-based like diet. Plant-based plant based meat, meat patty. <laughs> Only recently, <laughs> like, then plant-based got added. Okay. So it's actually quite fascinating. If you go look at the list of words added to the English language. Oh, I remember what I was, I was what, thinking what, about what? already. Vecky. Vecky? Yeah, have you talked about Oh, V-A-C-K-Y, right? Yeah. Vecky. Yeah, I, I think it's still like too, too new. Too new. Like you see fan art, right? Take how long, eh? <laughs> It's like it has been in existence since we were teenagers. Yes, then indeed. now then you get added yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, lor, I think that like all these additions is a like a true reflection of our world at this point in time. Indeed. Right. Uh, then like you know the future generations mm. can see oh this thing got added here. Mm. This thing got added in twenty nineteen because there was a pandemic or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a few more fun facts for you about this topic. Okay. Okay, the first one is the total number of English words. How many do you think there are in total? More than a million? Yes, that's absolutely right. <laughs> Researchers estimated that there are more than one million English words in total. Oh, yay. <laughs> yes. I can't really guess it. That is if you count all the archaic words that we don't use anymore. Okay. And if you count all the words separately, like, for example, singular and plural is separate words, like dog and dogs is separate words. Oh, okay. And present tense, past tense, future tense as different words, like drive, drove, driving is different words. Ah. So if you count all everything separately, all the old ancient words okay, okay. is more than one million. Okay. But in the dictionary, less than I think, but okay. Okay. <laughs> but in the dictionaries, like Merriam-Webster and Oxford, right? Yes. There is about 470,000 entries. So that's what's currently circulating. 470,000. Okay. Mm, less than half a million that is circulating. Okay. Then most native adult speakers know about 40,000 words. Hmm. Mm. What? Yeah. I would think I know more than 40,000 words. Okay. So if you belong <laughs> on the high end of the spectrum, right? Uh-huh. Like you are very educated and you are very well read. Okay. Then we are... I say we, like, I just assume that we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you are I well aspire read, to be. <laughs> yeah, we will know about 52,000 words. What? Yeah, and then if you are on the lower end of the spectrum, like maybe you don't use English so much, uh-huh. uh, it's about 27,000 words. I want to know how many words I know. Yeah, there are many online tests to take, oh. so you can find out. <laughs> oh, I wonder how long it will take me to take the I test. think they will extrapolate. Oh. They will like ask you to do... Maybe some, then they extrapolate <laughs> from there. Interesting. Because okay. I don't think they can let you guess 52,000 words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but 
Okay, that's it, right? Like mm-hmm. $40,000, $27,000, $50,000. Dollars, so such a big number, right? Mm-hmm. But you actually only need to know about $1,000 to $3,000 words. To talk in normal. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. for fluent everyday conversations mm-hmm. and to read regular stuff. Yeah, 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 that's what they say about languages as well. Mm-hmm. Like when you learn a language, you just mm-hmm. need to know some. Yeah, the mm-hmm. things that you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then if you are just a tourist mm-hmm. and you don't speak, English, mm. and then you just come to a place where you have to speak English, right? Mm. You only need about 250 words to get around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's not a lot. Yes. Mm. Okay, number two. Yes. Number two fun fact is there are fake words in the dictionaries. Fake words. Do you know what fake words are? Is it kind of like, like the paper towns in maps? Paper towns, as in fake towns. Yeah, because um, different map makers, right, mm-hmm. they actually make a paper town, mm-hmm. which is like a fake town, mm-hmm. so that when uh, somebody else copies their maps, mm-hmm. then they go and check, right, oh, then hey, it's like, I know that you copied because yeah. this is not a real town. Yes. So it's like, is it like that in words? Fake words, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. You guessed correctly, <laughs> yes. They are used by dictionary publishers to check if other dictionaries are copying them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For example, the word esquivalence is a fake word that the new Oxford American Dictionary had in their E section. Esquivalence. Yeah, they just randomly made it up. <laughs> The fake definition of this fake word is uh. the willful avoidance of one's official responsibilities. That's quite funny. So it's like, haha, <laughs> you avoided your responsibility to be a Righteous real dictionary maker. maker yeah. Then you use our word esquivalence. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> you sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Okay, last fun fact. All right. Okay. Do you know who coined the most new English words? Who coined the most new English words? Shakespeare. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I think so. You are quite right. What? Quite, really? Quite early. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Clean sweep. <laughs> Clean sweep of this. <laughs> this week's master. Yeah. <laughs> this week's topic. Okay, Shakespeare is widely regarded as the person who coined the most new words. Oh. At 1,700 new words. Oh, 1,700. But that is if you count phrases like Brave New World mm. or All's Well. Ends well. All's well that ends well. Yeah, <laughs> correct. So without the phrases, mm. like the singular words, he only coined 500 plus. Only. Ah. Yeah. So there's someone who actually beat him. It is John Milton. Who is John Milton? He's a writer. Okay. Like, uh, hey, hi, yeah. John Milton. <laughs> yes. I also never heard of him before. But anyway, he coined 630 new words. Mm. From earth-shaking to fragrance to pandemonium. Oh, wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I know all these words. Right? <laughs> and he, there are more obscure ones, lah, but these are the uh. more the ones that we use commonly now. Mm-hmm. Okay, fun fact of a fun fact. There is actually a word to describe the excessive admiration of Shakespeare. <laughs> what? Shakespeare mania? <laughs> Badolatory. No, I'm not saying it right. <laughs> Badolatry. Okay. Badolatry. Yes, okay. like but and idolatry. Ah, makes sense. Badolatry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, it is time for our special segment. Yes. Three things Things to to Google Google from from a friend. friend. 
Alright, so Eliza, who is the contributor for this week? Okay, our contributor this week is... is three contributors. Okay, okay, okay. The first one is Joel. And his search term is, what is the K-pop training schedule? Ooh. What is the K-pop training schedule? Probably crazy. Is there like like a whole timetable for it? Like a standard standardized timetable or something? I don't think so. Lah. Like different company probably different. But I heard that it's very strong. Yes. Like very, very tough. That's why a lot of them are under such high stress and so unhappy, right? Mm. Okay. Indeed. Differs from case to case, but in general, it's something like that. Okay. 8 a.m. You have to attend the school. So they just go to school, la, basically. Okay. Then at 5 p.m., they have to go to the practicing room. Mm-hmm. Then the first thing they do is to give over their phones and diaries. <gasps> diary also must give. Oh my goodness. Oh, because they have to keep the diary to record their learning process every day. Oh, oh it's like a learning diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. okay, okay. So they have to give their cell phones also. Yeah, because oh my goodness. it can be a distraction. Oh, wow. They will offer dinner to the trainees, but the trainees normally cannot eat much because they have to wash their figure. Okay, so 6 p.m. Yeah, because they have to look good, right? Mm. Mm. So 6 okay. p.m. they have to start the lessons. They have to take various lessons, like singing lessons, dancing lessons. I suppose they have to have singing and dancing lessons so that they can be coordinated also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Oh, they also take language lessons, like English, Chinese, Japanese. Oh, yes, because they need to speak. In English, Chinese, mm. and Japanese. Yes. Mm. And the foreign trainees, they learn Korean. Wow. And on the days that they don't go to school, they'll do volunteer work. Oh, what? for oh. for PR purposes. <laughs> what, really? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's good to see your idols like doing charity, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay, then at 10pm, they have personal practice. What is personal practice? That means they, they... You just go and practice by yourself. Yeah, something like that. Oh my goodness, okay. Okay, then at 12pm, then they go home. Then they sleep a while. Then they have to wake up again to go to school. Okay. Okay. Mm, mm. Mm. I found one oh, of a timetable where there is no school involved because I guess the people are old enough to finish school. Mm, mm. So 10 to 11, they start. They have to exercise first. Okay, okay. Yeah, to like be fit you mm-hmm. know because they have to dance a lot right and mm-hmm. they have to go on tours and all that mm. then 11 to 12 is English lesson okay then 12 to 1 they eat lunch okay then 1 to 3 is rap lesson rap. learn to rap mm-hmm. <laughs> okay then 3 to 5 is practice okay free practice okay so just practice 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 then 5 to 6 eat dinner then 6 to 8 is weekly monitoring but there is no uh, details about what they are monitoring them I guess they are checking their progress, like whether they learn mm, the dance mm, move, whether mm. they are memorize the songs and sing it well, you know. Mm. Then 8 to 10 is uh, choreography lessons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then 10 to 11, there's another weekly monitoring. I think this is a reflection time. Okay. So it's crazy. They start at 10. They end at 11. Eh. Mm. 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eh. That's their entire day. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. And then they have to go through this for a few years first, eh, before they can do their debut. Eh. Mm. How long is the training in total, in years? I guess it depends on the manager or the, the record company, whether they feel that they are ready to debut. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then they can just keep you as a trainee, what? 
Yeah, lo. If they feel that you're not good enough, not good enough, then just wait, lah. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. Okay, let me see the famous people how long they take. Big Bang's G Dragon spent 11 years in training. 5 years with SM Entertainment and 6 at YG. 11 years? Really not? That means he start very young. Uh. I guess so. Uh. I guess it's like, you know, when you're in school, then it's like an extracurricular activity kind of thing that takes up a lot of your time. Oh, it's like go tuition like that, uh, or enrichment, enrichment class, like, you know? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. When you're still in school. Uh. But then, then after that, it becomes a full-time thing if you choose to. Okay, so it's very difficult to be a K-pop star. You like really, really need 200% like, Besides all of this like training, I think the training part is still like somewhat acceptable. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, you have to put in the hours to practice whatever you need to practice mm-hmm. to get to the performance level. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it's like a lot of the scrutiny that the company puts you through like all the monitoring Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like so-called seeing whether your progress is up to the certain level that they want. Mm. I think all of this is quite stressful for someone that is quite young Mm. where you are not confident in like what you are Mm -hmm. and you need guidance but you need guidance from the right person. Mm. Like not all the time this person may be making the right decisions. Mm. So I think that's where it becomes quite difficult and dangerous mm. and it yeah. feels quite regimental mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right like it's not like free and easy kind you know it's very regimental there's a whole strict timetable to it and of course there's a lot of competition as well mm. and that is not quite healthy sometimes mm. this um SEMP article is like k-pop trainee rules no dating no phones weekly weight checks yeah oh wow it, especially in this industry it's like your appearance matters so much, right? And yes. everybody tells you so. Mm. I think at a certain point, then you feel like you are not you anymore. Mm. You are basically a... Manufactured product. Yeah, and like a manifestation of everybody's expectations. Oh, wow. We are a walking manifestation of everybody's expectations. Yeah. Wow. So that is quite difficult to manage at a young age, I think. Yeah, because at that age, you're still trying to find out who you are. You're trying to form your own identity, yeah, exactly. especially when you're a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you haven't formed it yet, then everybody's like trying to like mold you into something mm-hmm. that the majority of people may like. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And like, who says this person's opinion is correct? Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, so that's why it can be quite Mm-hmm. Iffy. And then it goes through a whole board, right? A board of directors or a board of people, yeah, managers yeah, yeah, and everything. Exactly. So it's like the amalgamation of all these people's opinions. Opinions. Of you, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like it's almost like a personal attack if they say something that is a mm. criticism of like your appearance, let's say. Mm. You know, it's it's difficult for someone young. Mm. Yeah. That's why we see a lot of the suicides and stuff happening. Mm. I, I take it that you're not a fan of uh, a manufactured image. <laughs> to me, art is not about that. Right? To mm. me, art is about expression and creating something that is of value to the world. And something authentic, right? That yeah. comes from the person itself. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next search term. Okay, this one is from Pew. How did McDonald's start? Actually, that's a good question. Is it by a man called McDonald? What do you think? Uh... <laughs> Is this McDonald the same as the old McDonald who has a farm? Uh, maybe they just have the same name. <laughs> maybe? Is it? I don't think it's the same McDonald. What if they are the same person? Then from his farm, he take the cow to make the 
Big Mac. Beef patty. Yeah. <laughs> then he take the chicken to make the nuggets. Moo no. <laughs> moo here and moo moo there. Yeah, it be- then it becomes the Big Mac. <laughs> then what? The fries are from his potato. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So how did McDonald's start? And, it, and why the clown? Is he a yeah, clown yeah, farmer? True. Why is there a clown? Okay. Oh, Ray Kroc. I remember this name. We learned it in business school. Okay, I found something. Okay. The first McDonald's restaurant was started in 1948 by brothers Maurice and Richard McDonald. So their surname is really McDonald mm. in California. Mm. So they bought appliances for their small hamburger restaurant from this salesman called Ray Kroc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Ray Kroc go and see their shop. Like, why you sell so many milkshakes? Okay. Then after that, he was like, hmm, maybe I can think of a way that make your sell much, much more quantities of food mm-hmm. at lower prices. Mm. So they worked with this person. Then after that, it became a franchise. Yeah, so they create the hamburger and for very, very cheap. 15 cents is half the price that is charged by other restaurants. Uh. Then there was a self-service counter. Okay. Then there's no need for waiters and waitresses. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you order already, then they just turn around, take the thing and put onto your tray. So the, the burgers already cooked ahead of time, then they already wrap it up and mm. put under the heat lamp. Okay. Then last time it's not like that one. Last time when you want to eat burger, you say you want to eat burger, then, then the make chef you. Ah, make mm. for you. So it's like, wow, such a good... Mind-blowing. Like, yeah, like so fast eh, I can get this food. Eh, it's so awesome. So then Ray Kroc, because he's a very awesome salesman, right? He sell them the appliance and all that already. Uh. He's like, aha, I see a business opportunity. Uh, then he bought the rights to franchise McDonald's mm. across the country. Mm. He ah. proposed to them, can I do a franchise program? Then he launched one, launched two, launched three, la, 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 launched, launched a lot. Then in 1963, they introduced the mascot, Ronald McDonald Clown. Yeah, and the Golden Actress. Yes. Ah. Then they started putting more and more products in, like Big Mac. Egg McMuffin, Happy Meals, Chicken McNugget. Interesting. Then it expands so fast, right? That by 1988, there were 10,000 restaurants. <laughs> I think there's so actually amazing. quite a lot of drama in this whole story. There's like, you know, this other guy called Harry Sonnenborn. Then what happened? Then they, they go together to develop the financial model for McDonald's. Uh-huh. Then, then after that, uh, they launch public stock. Then after that, the croc go and push the... Harry Sonnenborn out then he take the position of CEO push him out as in figuratively right like he don't want him lah. oh yeah. I thought I thought like push him out like out the window or something no 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 because <laughs> <laughs> you say it's drama what? <laughs> <laughs> there's a like there's a whole story like whole history of this I think you're reading the dramatized version I'm reading some like summary businessy thing <laughs> yeah then like you know there's like Opening the first branch outside of America, that uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. thing, then there's also quite a milestone for McDonald's. For American food la, to go out of the country, la, right? Mm. And, and also because they did their branding quite well, so they emphasize food and fun, you know? Like to appeal to children and adults, then the children will ask their parents to take them there. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. One last <laughs> search term. All right. This is from Alex. Mm-hmm. Her search term is... Who is Karen? <laughs> who is Karen? Who is... 
You know what is Karen? What is Karen? You know what is Karen or not? Yeah, I know okay, what, what is Karen. Okay, what is Karen? You, you answer first. What is Karen? Okay, Karen is a meme mm-hmm. or like a person that represents a certain kind of person. Okay. So it's a name of a, a certain kind of person. La. A character. La, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A personality trait. Yeah, so you call someone a Karen when mm-hmm. the person is super annoying and demanding and normally walks into a store and asks for the manager because he or she is unhappy over like a very small thing. Yes, yes, yes. A very rude and obnoxious person, usually in the 40s, 50s, Mm. but the age range can vary. Mm. Usually very, very rude to service staff. Yes, and and literally takes the phrase the customer is always right. Yeah, I think it's the mantra of all Karens. The customer is always right. (laughs) Like they embody, they embody this entire thing. Hence, yeah. I am always right. Yeah. So millennials, we call them Karens, Karens. and I hope that the general population know of this. The I think it's it's slowly like spreading out. Yeah. Oh, it makes it. it into a dictionary one day. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Stop the name a Karen. Karen. Yes. Uh, for twenty twenty. Yes. Uh, for new baby names yeah. has dropped drastically. <laughs> In 2020. Nobody wants to name your babies Karen. Yeah. Mm. Okay, anyway. So, who is Karen? Like, what, how did the OG Karen come about? Wow. What? Define the etymology of Karen. There is a word called pejorative. Karen is a pejorative term for a woman seeming to be entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more interested in the term pejorative. Oh, okay. So it's like a word that has negative connotations, mm-hmm. expressing contempt or disapproval. Karen is associated with the kind of person who demands to speak to the manager <laughs> in order to belittle service industry workers. Yes. And carries out racist microaggressions. Racist microaggressions And normally they are like a, You know A soccer mom. Oh recently <laughs> The Karens are uh, Anti-vaccination Yes yes Anti-vax And uh, some of them Will refuse to wear A face mask Or wear a face mask properly Basically anybody Who says To ask to see the manager It's a Karen law It's a Karen Yeah <laughs> Like if they are Unreasonable like. Yeah Yeah In an uh, entitled way Yes Okay so Where did this word Karen come from I found the origin Of Karen Okay Okay, so there was a comedy special, a stand-up comedy that aired in 2005 uh-huh. by this guy called Dane Cook. Mm-hmm. And then he said, every group has a Karen and she's always a bag of douche. And when she's not around, you just look at each other and say, God, Karen, she's such a douchebag. That's part of his comedy, <laughs> la, his stand-up. Yeah. yeah, there's also a line from the movie Mean Girls. And the movie's line is, oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. Yes. So then this Karen, after that it was associated with this haircut called the Can I Speak to a Manager haircut? Yes. Which is the blonde hair with a bob. Yeah. Right. It's, a, it's like <laughs> long in front, then short hair at the back. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's a meme thing that it just got passed around. Yes. So and then, slowly this Karen character formed Yeah. in everybody's minds. Yes. Then everybody keep using the word, word Karen, Karen to describe this character like yes. oh my gosh she's such a Karen yeah, oh yeah, yeah. then if there was a, a person who like coughed at the policeman then they were like oh this is coughing Karen <laughs> like then if they want, went to spit at <laughs> uh, uh, security guard then ah spitting Karen yeah, you know yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. yeah yeah. wow so it blew up lor. ta-da okay that's how it happened yep so now it is... become the de facto insult yes 
for a woman who is exerting their entitlement or their privilege. Mm. Hope you don't meet a Karen. <laughs> What's up for those people whose real name is Karen? No, it's different. When you say, are you Karen? And are you, are you a, a Karen? Karen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of our special segment. So, Jingan. Yes. What is your search term? My second search term is... Bohan yo karaboru. Why is it not in English? <laughs> Can you guess? It's what Japanese. It? Yeah, okay. Bohan yo karaboru. Bohan yo karaboru. Yes. You are as useless as a kookaburro. Kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> Kookaburra. Oh no, why you call them useless? I don't know. <laughs> Bohan, I imagine Bohan means useless. I don't know. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> Again? Say Bohan yo karaboru. So cute, I could eat you. Okay, no. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank for you. trying. <laughs> thank you for your poor attempts at <laughs> guessing Japanese words. <laughs> okay, so the, the second half of the word, which is karaboru, is... Kukabora. Color <laughs> ball. Color ball? Yeah. Huh? Karaboru. Color ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, then the front part is anti-crime. So it's anti-crime color balls. Anti-crime color balls? Yes. Huh? How yes. does it anti-crime? How yeah. does it be In against? Japan, many uh-huh. convenience stores, they actually carry this karaboru. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they are just like small orange orbs. Who carry? The convenience stores. Like they have it in their They shop. stock it. Yeah. To sell or cannot sell one? I think can sell one, but they also have it. Oh, they have it. Okay. So what, what do you think is useful? Anti-crime. Ah. Uh. Throw at the criminal. Uh. Okay. Like the Why? person want to shoplift or steal your thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then you throw at it. Uh. Mm-hmm. Throw it at him. Uh. But then the person got gun or what, then how? Mm, your ball doesn't if you make choose, sense, right? If you got a different color for a different thing, like if you throw the red one, <laughs> then the person will be immobilized, like frozen. Huh? Then if you throw the blue one, uh-huh. maybe the person will slip and fall. Then you throw the <laughs> yellow one, the person will, I don't know, start dancing. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> got different, itchy. Like it contains different materials inside the ball. You choose different color for different needs. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, no. No, it's not. <laughs> throw the red one, they're frozen. No. <laughs> it's not magic. <laughs> it's not magic, it's chemical properties. No. Like you throw a, a paralysis drug at it. That's like a freeze gun. Eh? It's like, it doesn't even exist in real life. I guess, I mean, to incapacitate somebody like yes. for surgery, then you need to inject something, right? Then maybe Yeah, you but you must inject, ma. you must like, Actually, throw it at the person's face, chloroform like on his face. Then he can, he'll just fin. Oh my god, cannot. Sounds exciting. Okay, no. Anyway, I'm absolutely <laughs> wrong. I know. Okay, what's the answer? <laughs> they are paintballs. Okay. Okay, so they are filled with this brightly colored liquid pigment. Mm-hmm. So the different colors don't matter. It's just very bright. So it's to throw at the criminal. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The shoplifter. So that when he run away, the police will see him. Yes, yeah, easier to see. The culprit, cause it's very hard to wash away the pigment. Hmm. 
So it's actually very difficult okay. to throw the ball at a moving target. Then how? So the official advice is to aim for the ground near the culprit's feet. Because the ball will explode. Okay. Then it, the thing will splash like in a 10 meter radius. So much ah! Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Apparently. That is so hard to clean eh. Yes, exactly. Because I worked in supermarket before, so I'm just very like horrified that you can spray to a 10 meter radius. <laughs> it's like, huh, you have to clean your shop as well, right? Yeah, then all the goods also, you will kind of this very yes. bright colored liquid. So, okay, then. According to the Japan Times, uh-huh. there were 230 late night store robberies during the first half of 2007. 85.7%. Mm-hmm. of those cases mm-hmm. had colour balls by their register mm-hmm. and in that 85.7% mm-hmm. only 7 of those cases actually use the stupid ball right? yes yeah lah cause you clean walao <laughs> eh who want to who want to throw the ball if I know that I have to clean it later <laughs> exactly right some of the goods right if I'm the cashier right mm. the goods is not mine what, belong to the company what, then steal lah walao I don't want to risk my life maybe they steal money eh then it's the company's money, what? I'm just a cashier. Oh, that's true. Just take lah, whatever lah. The insurance will cover, what? Oh. Your life more important. Yeah lah, exactly. So actually, in that state, it's quite hard to remember that you have this colour ball and then throw it at the <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you're so yeah, scared yeah, also, right? Also, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. it's actually quite difficult. So, uh, yeah, it's not very effective, but mm-hmm. it is primarily used as a deterrent. Oh, because people are scared that... Mm. Because people know... There's that, this thing. There's this thing. Maybe the person will throw it at me. Yeah. And it's hard for me to run away. So it's better as a deterrent than yes. an actual thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the origin of this ball, right? Uh-huh. Is because last time in the past, people used to throw eggs instead. <laughs> 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 okay. I think last time they used to be uh vehicles that stole things. Uh-huh. Then they throw the egg at the vehicle. Okay. Which did not make much sense because they can wash off the egg. And egg got no colour, so it's very hard to f- see. Yeah, okay. and also, yeah, wasting the food. Yeah. So someone, okay, decided, okay, maybe we should use the, the colour ball. ball instead. Okay. Yeah, so uh, after a while, a lot of places like banks uh-huh. and like high security places, they have this colour ball uh-huh. to throw at vehicles or people uh-huh. in in case. Lah. Mm-hmm. So then this thing, this colour ball thing spread to the rest of the gas stations, police stations, all of these places have this thing. Okay. Yeah, so that's why it became like a cultural thing, okay. I guess, in Japan. So yeah, that was quite interesting. They should make it like something, like, you know, the colour you throw already, then maybe the yeah. person, okay, maybe the person don't get frozen, but the person becomes very itchy or something. But like, how do you catch the person, you see? He must go to a hospital to stop the itch. If not, it will get itchy and itchy. It's like biohazard. No. <laughs> <laughs> you get itchy and itchy and itchy. You cannot stop scratching. What if, the, what if the shop people accidentally drop the entire carton? Oh, then shit. <laughs> no, then you throw already, then your shop got this itchy thing, then you have to yeah. clean the itchy thing. Exactly. <laughs> okay, rather, no, it doesn't work. Have, it, have a poor inventor. <laughs> you rather have it difficult to clean, right, than actually like life-threatening or something. Oh, yeah, that's true. <sighs> I was thinking like glitter bombs. Oh yes, glitter right, bomb. Like bombs. the Mark Rover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> glitter bomb the person and douse the person in a fart spray. <laughs> then he had to put out a circular on all the news channel, right? Look for a person that smells very bad and, and has covered glitter. with glitter. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Okay. 
I'm done with my search term. Okay. So, Eliza, what is your second search term of the week? My search term is... Is denim just heavy cotton? <laughs> what? <laughs> is denim just heavy cotton? Because <laughs> that day I was wearing a worn pair of jeans, right? Okay. Then I was like, eh? This is feeling more and more like my cotton jeggings. Okay, okay. Then I was like, hmm, is denim just heavy cotton? So what, what is light cotton? No, what is heavy cotton? Cotton is cotton, ah, the okay. normal cotton clothes that we wear. Lah. Okay. Then it makes me wonder whether denim is just a heavier version of normal cotton. Is it because like they add dye to it? Or something. I don't know. Heavy. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> what is denim actually? Oh, that's a good question. What is it? <laughs> I guess it's a different kind of cloth, right? It's <laughs> not. I don't know. <laughs> that's why. That's why I had to Google it. I know that it's dyed differently or something. Because it's bluey, right? Yeah, but like that was what it was. Well, then why is it so hard? <sighs> then why after you wear for very long, it comes soft? What's going on? I think they put some chemical or something inside when they make the denim. But what's the base? What's the base? Is the base just cotton? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. This is a good Suddenly, question. right? So many questions like, oh no. <laughs> well, the answer is yes. Yes, it is. It's, also, it's just cotton. It's just heavy cotton. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Denim is woven using heavy cotton yarns using a specific type of weave called the twill weave. Okay. Okay. The weave is a distinct pattern of alternating and interwoven threads. So, essentially, mm-hmm. denim is heavier cotton okay. that is woven differently. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's what makes it denim. Mm-hmm. Like thicker lah. The thicker yarn. Okay. Weave in a different way. And they dye it in a different way also, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it, it's hard. Mm. Yeah. Then it's denim lah. <laughs> so it's cotton. Okay, next question is, why is denim called denim? Why not just call it heavy cotton? Because they have to brand it in a different way. Then where this word denim come from? Why so random? Uh, denim. Because you need the nimble hands <laughs> to make denim. <laughs> no. No. It's made by machines, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the first one was made, made by the nimble hands. Probably, probably. I guess before <laughs> machines were invented. Well, anyway, this type of fabric used to be called serge de Nîmes. Okay. Nîmes is a place in France. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Serge is a type of twill fabric. I see. Serge de Nîmes is <laughs> twill fabric from Nîmes. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> then after a while, they dropped the serge. Because the, right, you're talking about the fabric, right? Yeah. So just de Nîmes. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with nimble hands right. nope nothing disappointed okay next question is why is denim blue um 
has to do with the dye, la, I guess. Yes, it's been blue for decades. So traditionally, the blue comes from a natural indigo dye. Mm. And the dye was chosen for the way it interacted with cotton. Ah, yes, okay. Mm. So when heated, most dyes will penetrate the cotton fiber. Mm-hmm. They stay there. La. Mm. But indigo dye attaches to the fiber surface instead. Instead of seeping into the fiber, it stays on the surface only. Mm-hmm. Then, during each wash, mm. some of the fibers and dye molecules will escape. Then mm. it can give this denim a signature faded look over uh. time. That can evolve on the color. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Indeed. Denim yeah. does that. Okay, so nowadays, right, most of this denim is made with a synthetic indigo dye. Mm. And also... Um, dye of other colors mm. that can fit with multiple washes. That's why we got black jeans, uh, blue jeans. Yes, yes. All yes. kind of Different funny colors, colors now. Because now. Mm. Mm. now synthetic already. Mm. Okay, if you look at your jeans, right, you'll see a very clever design. Okay. The outside is blue. The inside is white. Yeah. yeah. Why? Um... <laughs> um... Because... They weave the entire thing first, then they only dye one side. I also thought, no, it's not <laughs> correct. We don't understand how weaving works. <laughs> we have very poor, poor understanding of weaving. <laughs> so apparently, right, the vertical threads on the outside uh-huh. is blue. It's dyed blue. Okay. Then the horizontal threads on the inside is white. Uh, okay. So it's horizontal, like that, then vertical, and Oh, it's the way that it's yeah. weaved. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. the blue, outside is blue, right? Uh. Then the inside is white. Uh. It will reduce the amount of dye needed for each pair of jeans. Ah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So you only dye the thread that appears on the outside of the clothes. Uh. Then the thread that's on the inside of the clothes, right? Cannot see, ma. Okay. So leave it white, lah. Mm. We clearly don't understand how, yeah, how to we weave We totally anything. don't understand at all. I also like, don't understand. <laughs> I don't even know the inside and outside got difference and like the vertical yeah, or like horizontal. Apparently, if you look, the zhen mian is the front side and the yeah. back side, right? Yeah. It's actually different track. Okay. Mm. I will notice when I wear my jeans next. Okay. So when I was searching this, right, I discovered that denim clothes have a negative impact on the environment. Mm. Because? Why? I think I heard of it, but I can't remember why. <laughs> okay, because number one, cotton is a very thirsty crop. We drink a lot of water. Oh, yes. So it requires a lot of clean water. Okay. okay, number two, it requires a lot of chemicals to grow because we need a lot of insecticide to keep the pests away. Okay. And then these insecticides, a lot of them contain chemicals that pose health risks to farm workers and residents nearby. Okay. Number three, mm. there's a lot of chemicals that are needed to be used for the dyeing and fading of the denim. So you need to dye it, then wash away, then put chemicals to like acid wash it or whatever wash or distress jeans or something like that so they need to like put some chemicals wash it again oh. put more chemicals wash it again then because it's so hard right then you need to soften it then wash it again yeah. okay and a lot of these mass producers of denim they go and dump this chemical laden wastewater into waterways that residents use for drinking or bathing oh one place this happened in is in Singtang a town in southern China, probably not saying that right. <laughs> and it produced a lot of denim for fast fashion brands. Mm-hmm. And then you can Google denim pollution. Mm-hmm. And then you can look at pictures of how all the water waste turned indigo. 
Oh my god. Oh, they are what do you come indigo? Mm. Yeah, like this deep, deep blue color. Okay, the good news is that a few years ago, the China central government realized that this was happening mm-hmm. and cracked down on many of these companies. Mm. So either you shut down your operations or you change your production techniques. Mm. So things are improving. Mm. Mm. Okay, great. Okay, so for individuals, what can we do to help this situation? Actually, Danny is not that bad because it lasts quite a long time. Yes. So number one is avoid overconsumption. Mm. Wear your denim clothing for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also, like, try not to buy too much from the fast fashion brands. Yes, try not to consume so much from fast fashion brands. Yeah. Uh, if you've got holes, I guess you can get it mended or tear the holes bigger. <laughs> yeah, because, like, that's the fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I call it a trend, you know. Uh, another way you can do it is to shop at thrift stores mm. to extend the life and reduce carbon footprint of each piece of clothing. And yep. when you buy a new piece, choose something durable that will last you for years. Hmm. Okay, so that is the end of my search term. Yay, we've reached the almost end of our podcast and now it is time for... One thing to recommend. My recommendation for this week is... Bee and Puppy Cat! It's kind of like a sci-fi cute cartoon series about an unemployed girl named B mm-hmm. and her cat that is called Puppy Cat that is kind of not really a cat. Okay. Yeah. It's super <laughs> chill and cute and like has a nice music, deep storyline and it's uh, quite ridiculously weird. So it's great. Just watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch it already. It's like, Just trust me. It's like Studio Ghibli meets Adventure Time. Yes. That's yes. my best summary for it. Yeah. It's really good. Just watch it. You can find the entire first season on YouTube. So it's free. Just have this experience. It's really great. Okay, my recommendation for this week is a short documentary by Sixth Tone called The Child Who Looks Like Jack Ma. It's less than 10 minutes. You can watch on Facebook or YouTube. Okay. I don't know if you have seen videos of this kid online. Mm -hmm. He went viral for a while. He's a very small boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Who looks like Jack Ma, lor. <laughs> Okay. No, yeah. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was viral for a while, and then it was on a lot of the social media channels. Oh, okay. Yeah, many, many videos of him. Then suddenly, he disappeared. Uh. Yeah, so this is the story behind Deep Fake This Boy. Anyhow, <laughs> Deep Fake. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice documentary. It's quite well shot. And then, um, after you watch it, uh, they actually did a follow-up article to his story. Oh, so okay. there, there is more to it. So mm. you can just Google it and mm. then you'll find out more about him. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's quite an interesting thing. Okay, look forward a bit, to A bit sad, out. but very interesting too. Okay. All right, we have reached the end of this week's podcast. Thank you, Liza, for making this podcast with me. And thank you, Jingan, for doing this podcast with me. If you have Googled anything interesting lately, you can drop us an email at yyyshow at gmail.com and we will search it up on the show. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page where we post images of some of the things that we talked about today. You can also help share our show with your friends that might enjoy a comedy trivia podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page or our Ko-fi page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. So, see you there! My recommendation... <laughs> what happened? By 6th... <laughs> By sixth, 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 s i x t h, sixth, 
ตนเซ็กซ์เซ็กซ์ฮัลโหลไม่เรียกไม่ได้ Oh no, I don't have the same problem. Drink water first.